At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagle. Anita writes... When is the best time to eat dessert? I've heard that it's better to eat it immediately following a meal because the protein in the meal will help stabilize the blood sugar. But I'm often too full after my meal to enjoy dessert. I'd prefer to wait a couple of hours. In fact, I often crave a sweet bite a couple of hours after eating. Is that my blood sugar plummeting? Well, this is an interesting question. Let's start by taking a look at how eating dessert affects your blood sugar. Our blood sugar does go up after we eat, and not just dessert. But this is not necessarily a problem. In fact, it's how the system is designed. Most of the carbohydrates we consume are broken down into glucose, which is then absorbed into the bloodstream. When blood sugar levels go up, it triggers the release of insulin from the pancreas, which ushers the glucose out of the bloodstream and into the cells of the body. There, the glucose is used as fuel, or if no more fuel is needed, it's stored for future use. It's also true that carbohydrates cause a faster rise in blood sugar when they're eaten by themselves. But this is also not necessarily a problem. If it's not a huge amount of carbohydrate, then no matter how fast it's absorbed, your blood sugar can only get so high. And then, assuming that your body is capable of producing insulin and your cells are reasonably responsive to its effects, your blood sugar will gradually return to normal. Regardless of how quickly or slowly it's absorbed, however, eating an excessive amount of sugar or carbohydrate can be a problem. For one thing, no matter how slowly it's taken up into your bloodstream, it all gets in there eventually. So if you are consuming more calories than you can use, the excess will be stored as fat. But what happens if your body is not able to efficiently clear that sugar from your blood into your cells? because it's possible for the cells to become resistant to the effects of insulin. And when this happens, the sugar isn't cleared as effectively from the bloodstream. Not only is it not available then as an energy source for your cells, but chronically high blood sugar can lead to a number of serious health issues. Insulin resistance is often the first step in developing type 2 diabetes. A lot of us worry that if we eat too much sugar too often, it will lead us to develop insulin resistance or diabetes. But now we understand it's more the other way around. Insulin resistance or poorly controlled diabetes results in chronically high blood sugar. 
It turns out that eating a lot of sugar or eating foods that are rapidly converted into blood sugar are not the primary risk factors in the development of insulin resistance. The primary factors are excess body weight, especially around the waist, and a sedentary lifestyle. Now, that doesn't mean that eating a lot of sugar doesn't have consequences. If your body weight starts to drift up, whether from overeating sweets or any other food, that does increase your risk of insulin resistance. In other words, for those who do not have diabetes or insulin resistance, the short-term impact of dessert on your blood sugar is probably not as big a concern as the long-term impact of dessert on your body weight. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. So should you wait before eating dessert? Anita wondered, for example, whether the fact that she starts to crave a sweet treat a couple of hours after eating might be a sign that her blood sugar is plummeting. A couple of hours after a full meal, your blood sugar may be beginning to return back to baseline, but that's not the same as plummeting, and it's not a problem. It's fine for your blood sugar to remain at baseline for a couple of hours. Your cells will still have plenty of energy from your last meal. It's more likely that once we're no longer full, our minds simply return to the thought of that appealing dessert. There's a really big difference between being not full and being actually hungry. And when sweets and snacks sound good, but vegetables or another healthy choice doesn't sound that good, that's usually a sign that we're not actually hungry. We're responding to other triggers, such as boredom, habit, or simply the presence of a tempting food. So how can we responsibly enjoy dessert? In terms of managing your blood sugar, there's really not a big difference between eating dessert with your meal or a couple of hours later. Even though you feel less full after a couple of hours, there's likely to still be enough food making its way through your digestive system to cushion the blow. In fact, there's even something called the second meal effect, which means that a protein-rich meal can blunt the effect of carbohydrates eaten up to four hours later. Waiting a couple of hours might allow you to enjoy your dessert a little bit more than you would immediately after the meal. And if we're going to have dessert, let's be sure and enjoy it. On the other hand, waiting until later could tempt you to eat more than you would if you were to eat it with your meal. So if you prefer to eat your dessert a couple of hours after dinner, just be sure the portion sizes stay reasonable. 
And if you want to enjoy dessert with your meal, you could always eat just a bit less of that main meal so that you have room for a bite or two of dessert without overfilling your stomach. And finally, whether or not you have diabetes and whether or not you choose to have dessert or when you choose to enjoy it, there is a simple and pleasant way to lower post-meal blood sugar levels. Just take a 15 to 30 minute walk around the neighborhood. It'll help with digestion. It'll keep those blood sugar levels steadier while you digest your food and may even help you sleep a little bit better. You'll find a transcript of today's show, including links to some of the research that I discussed on our website at quickanddirtytips.com, where you can also search the entire archive of almost 600 Nutrition Diva episodes. And if you have a nutrition question that you can't find an answer to, feel free to send me an email at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com, or you can call the Nutrition Diva listener line at 443-961-6206, and I might answer your question in a future episode. Also, be sure to check out my new podcast with Brock Armstrong. It's called The Change Academy, and it's all about creating sustainable behavior change. Our show is produced by Nathan Sems. It's edited by Karen Hertzberg. And our team at Macmillan Audio also includes Morgan Ratner, Michelle Margulis, Emily Miller, and our director, Kathy Doyle. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com.